welcome back to the Hangover the Hotline, where we talk about dumb shit and get drunk in the process. I'm yeah. your host, Mikey, and here's the other host, Justin. Uh, hello, I hope hello. you enjoy this episode. Shut up. I oh. hope you enjoy this episode. Today, we're going to be getting a little blitzed and talking about some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, pretty cool stuff. <laughs> Fuck you, by the way. <laughs> Um, we um, finally, we finally finished up the like barrage of like weekly recording. Cause we did what, like three weeks in a row where we tried to record, but we really only got two episodes in somehow. I don't remember. Yeah. What we're, happened. we're getting back on normal schedule. Um, we're but we're finally, we're finally, week. yeah, we're finally back on. We're going to have a, a week of like posting three episodes in that one week and then boom, normal <laughs> fucking schedule. Yeah. For the love yeah. of God. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, we're drinking cocktails today, boys. Yeah, we are. Um, I'll go over mine. I'm drinking the Gimlet. Uh, if you don't know what the Gimlet is, it's basically gin. Just gin. Just straight gin. No, it's just straight gin. Like, it's flavored gin. Yeah. Um, it's it's two and a half ounces of gin, um, half an ounce of lime juice, and half an ounce of simple syrup. But I double that shit. Obviously. And do double of everything because or you'll have like this much and we're trying to record a fucking podcast here. I yeah. need to be getting up every five minutes. Um my neighbor before the podcast, my neighbor randomly broke into my house um and put a gun to my head and told me to make him one because mm. he heard I was gonna do a podcast over it. And how'd he find out? Well, you're gonna have to check the TikTok down below in the Discord to see Exactly when we're doing these, and then you could be like my neighbor and break in my house and force me to make you a drink. I um, do not suggest that, though. I don't. I wouldn't. I would not break into your house specifically. I think your neighbor right. only got away with it because he's your neighbor. Um, yeah. but I made him one, and then he downed the whole thing, and okay. now he's scared. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> um, <He's scared. laughs> I am drinking. Ignore the fact that it's like half gone. I'm drinking an on the rocks. Um, Knob Creek. Old fashioned is what it is. It's uh it's made with Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey and the bitters it has in it are um orange, cherry, lemon, and cane sugar. Um and essentially on the rocks, or- yeah, on on the rocks. Essentially it, really the ice good. is a little melted because we kinda sat here for a while waiting to to get started. But um, I basically just mix it with sweet tea. It's that with sweet tea. Um, now what's your what's your before, ABV? What's your ABV? Fuck, dude, I don't know. It's straight you did, gin. You it's a mixed drink. Uh, well, mine actually has an ABV, and it's you can kind of see it. It's like thirty-five percent. Yeah, thirty-five. Well, it's a little watered down because of the sweet tea. So it's not going to be the as rocks, strong. But yeah, with on the rocks, um, the way they're it's already a mixed drink. It's a cocktail. It's a straight cocktail. Yeah. Um, so you're supposed to just pour it straight on ice and serve mm-hmm. just like that. Justin here, um, he hasn't been on Hangover Hotline long enough to get um the taste buds, I guess, and the and the internals to be able to withstand the craziness of straight liquor and shit like that, and cocktails in that sense. So he's mixing it with a little bit of well, um sweet tea. I'll give you that. You're half right. I also like the taste of it. It actually surprisingly kind of gives it. Uh, well, it's already got cane sugar in it, so it's already going to be really sweet. So it, I'm not necessarily looking for the sweetness, but it does give it like overall like a nice kind of spiked tea taste. Not necessarily like a twisted tea, but like a stronger twisted tea. 
the way that I look at it is before, you know, back in my olden days, um, I, I drink beer like any normal kid. Never, ever drink liquor straight unless it was through a shot glass. Um, but once I, like, got more into alcohol and became an alcoholic and started the podcast and everything like that, um, I started experimenting more with on-the-rocks type shit where you take a bottle of liquor, whiskey, whatever, um, you pour it straight on ice or just straight in the glass, and you sip it. You just little sips here and there, just like how I'm drinking now. Um, yeah. And it takes time because at first I was like, oh, God, you know? Yeah. Um, but after doing it for a while, you really start to feel the flavors. You start to sense every flavor that's in that specific bourbon. And that's yep. why I'm like, you know, with On the Rocks, it's not like that because it's it's a mix. It's a pre-mixed drink. You know, it's not the same as an actual old-fashioned. But let's say whenever I drink my Howler Head, I drink it straight on the rocks and... I, I take a little sip, switch it around, feel all the aromas. You really get to taste every little flavor in that whiskey. It, it's a yeah. it's a different world. It's, you know, you gotta yeah, get, yeah. I could you gotta be more of an alcoholic that. to be able to get into that. I um well, you know, funny enough, um we we actually just moved. I know I told you, uh, but I haven't told the podcast yet. Uh, we just actually finished up moving recently. <laughs> Uh, we were living in an apartment, and we found a place for rent in our town. Little cheap, not super cheap, but um, affordable for us is what I meant. Not too expensive. Um, it was cheap house. enough for us to be able to get it. Yeah, it's a house. It's act. It's an. It's a house instead of an apartment. Um, but when we were moving, we were just kind of packing up everything because we had about a week. We literally moved everything in a week, and I managed to find. This book, um, you're probably going to laugh at me, but the book is called What the Fuck Should I Drink? Oh. The answer, That's cool. The answer to the most important question of your day and 75 fucking recipes by Zach Golden. I didn't realize we had this, but it's actually really funny. Um, this is... It's I'm like, sorry to cut you off. You're good. Go right um, ahead. This is, this is the book that I want you to get into. Let me see if I can make sure I see it right. But this is the essential scratch and sniff guide to becoming a whiskey know-it-all. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. Whenever you know you get yeah. to really get into whiskeys and stuff. But go ahead. Oh, but I was saying that like so it, it actually gives you like recipes and shit in here too. So like this one, it says enjoy a drink that sounds like a stripper with a fucking brand with the fucking brandy <laughs> Alexander. It's one and a half ounces of brandy, three-fourths ounce uh, creme de cacao, three-fourths ounce light cream, and grand, uh, grated nutmeg. And it, like, gives you, like, a little paragraph to read and shit like that. Oh, it shows. It tells you how to make it. It tells you how to actually make oh, a bunch shit, of different okay. drinks. Like, it's got a Hemingway daiquiri here as well uh, with, like, two ounces of white rum. So that might be up my alley. And it's huh. just, like... I like literally my family was like, oh, hey, look what we found. We figured this might be neat for you. So fucking I thought I'd share that with you. I thought it was really funny when they showed me. That's pretty cool. Shit. Yeah, I need something like that. I need a I need a book or some type of char that tells me like, hey, if you buy this whiskey or a whiskey or whatever bourbon, yeah. um, this is the amount of drinks you can make with that. And then just start going down the line, trying all those kinds of cocktails. Because I yeah. love mixed drinks. Um, I, I, I've thought about getting into mixology. 
because okay. I love actually yeah. mixing drinks, shaking, all that kind of good shit. I can't throw a bottle over my head and catch it behind my back, but... Hey, practice um, makes perfect. <laughs> yeah. Re- um, yo, I know we were talking about him last episode. Reach out to Eli. He used to work at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings mm. as like a bartender. I don't know that mm-hmm. he's like a licensed mixologist or not, but... I mean, I don't think so. He would definitely or be a guy to, yeah. He would definitely be like a starter for that. Like he could teach you how to actually start like giving drinks a proper shake and proper techniques and stuff like that. Yeah. So you could do that, dude. Fucking mixologist, you could be our bartender instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um. But <laughs> get, getting on to the rating of these drinks for the flavor. Yeah. Um. This one is it's. It's a very specific taste, right? Yeah. Um, for me, it's like, I feel like the more you drink it, not as in the same night, right? Like, if you drink only this all night and it's your first time drinking it, you might have a sour taste in your mouth and be like, ugh. Yeah. But, like, after, like, this isn't the first time I've had a Gimlet. Um, after drinking it so much over time, I mean... To think about how easy it is to make how cheap it is because now if you go to my TikTok, I have a TikTok exactly on how to make it. Um, and it shows what I use. Um, and the, and the gin that I get is called military special gin. Hmm. It is very disgusting. It is the wow. cheapest gin gin you can find. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's $15 for a fucking, for a big ass bottle. What's oh the measurements God. for bottles? A mil milliliters, I think. Oh, it's fucking. like a a fifth. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't fucking know, honestly. Fifth of, I don't know. I'm just looking at them. I think it's I think a fifth. fifth is like a big bottle. Oh, that's like half, two fifths. Two oh fifth. wait, no, I got a handle, a handle, a handle. Yeah. So that's... a fifth is in between a liter and then a handle. Yeah, so I got okay, a handle yeah. of this shit for 15 bucks. God damn. So it's super fucking cheap. Yeah. Um, plus it's literally just freshly squeezed limes, which super cheap. And then okay. simple syrup. Yeah. Simple syrup is you make it at home. You yeah. take a cup of water and a cup of sugar and it's heat it up a little bit until it dissolves. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So and um, then you throw it all into a shaker, you shake it up, and then you pour it in your glass. Rating. Without any ice. No what do you ice. what do you give it a rating? Mm. For the cheapness, simplicity, and as in like you could do this as a first cocktail made at home. Yeah. And the taste. This is more of like a high-end type drink, apparently, because I cannot get a bartender in this town to fucking make one for me. They don't know what the fuck it is. (laughs) I've only seen it like in high-end places. Yeah. Even though it's so fucking simple. I'd say it's like a, it's a good 8.7. 8.7. Okay. It's really easy. The taste, though, you got to get used to the taste. It's nothing. It's okay. gin. It's, it's uh, gin. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think I've had very many experiences with gin, but the, the little I have, I could definitely see what you mean. And like, it'd probably be more of an acquired taste. Um, yeah. For this uh, Knob Creek on the rocks. Um, old fashioned. I mean, it's an old fashioned. I've had old fashions before. Uh, 
typically I don't necessarily like them all too much. I you know that more than anyone. I know every time we see each other after a long time of not seeing each other, we always have an old passion. I don't know why. That's just kind of our thing. It's my favorite drink. And even this on the rocks, I know I didn't like it the last time you came around and we had it, but I will say with it mixed in with like the tea and everything, this isn't really like it's a cocktail that I've kind of mashed up with sweet tea so I could drink it. It's very drinkable. Actually, I very much enjoy it. Probably 7.5. I think that's the highest rating I've given something. Okay. Actually, like I could, I could drink this. It's actually really nice. Nice. Yeah. So that's our ratings for today. Um, I like that decent. fucking nasty ass beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be sure to check the description for um, TikToks. I usually post TikTok before we record. So you'll already know what I'm drinking. Okay. Um, well, it depends. So if it's a mixed drink, I'll make a TikTok about it. Um, okay. I'll show everyone how to make it. Um, like the day we record, like the first drink that I make before the podcast. Um, so yeah, make sure you check that. Also, uh, officially well. made the move to kick. Oh, I nice. am at kick now. Please. Um, let's fucking go. Twitch is a goner. Um, they have been. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of videos. Uh, regarding Twitch's downfall and yeah. like, yeah, they are fucking, they are drowning, dude. Yeah. Like I already know this guy. They're apparently they're starting to fire employees to make up the fucking losses that they've had out of streamers mm. and everything like that. Uh, I like, mean, that's rough. They're starting yeah. to downsize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, do you, have you noticed anything different? Have you how long have you been streaming on Kick? Have you done? I mean, I well, here's the thing: I haven't actually started a stream yet. Uh, um, okay, no, now, okay, that just null and voided the question I was about to ask. Yeah, so um, I, I've done the transfer just because you know, I mean, so many people have moved to Kick. Uh, one of your buddies moved to Kick, um, and then. You know, with fucking XQC going, Amaranth is over there, fucking everybody seems to be going towards kick side. And I've seen the facts, you know, the facts are that Twitch is getting more strict when kick is like, hey, you know, and I mean, yeah. it's also honestly like the feeling that I have now whenever I start my next stream on kick, I'm less worried. Yeah. Like, seriously, I feel more comfortable already because... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know I can't. I know if I want to do a uh, a partial gambling stream and do some fucking Ruskins gambling, yeah. I don't have to look over my fucking shoulder seeing if there's a Twitch bot sitting there. You know? And you know what's funny? This kind of goes into something I was going to talk about. I don't mean to cut you off, but Kick actually just announced either last night or sometime today that they're rolling out a feature that um a user can ban certain things that they don't want to see. So like, say, uh, I know the biggest thing is like kick is like, Oh, they're promoting gambling. They're promoting gambling. They're actually taking steps away from that. Like if you don't oh. want to watch gambling, you could ban the whole gambling category from your, like you being able to view it. And I believe that goes with anything. Like you could be able to ban like open world genre, stuff like that. If you don't want to watch anything like oh, that, shit. Okay. Um, they're also actively rolling back on some of their um gambling ads that they have been putting on the site i don't use kick often so i don't know how bad like they were promoting gambling but apparently it was bad enough for even the owner to say yeah like we're gonna 
roll it back a little bit on some of that stuff. So like if you're kind of a younger kid or maybe you're a parent who has a younger kid and was afraid of like the gambling side of things like that, wait for that update and wait for that to roll out. And then, you know, you could probably block it on your child's thing. Or even if you don't want to watch gambling, you could block it. I think, I think kick is actively taking steps towards like listening to feedback. They're listening to what the people are saying and they're actively making steps towards fulfilling those, you know, issues. Something kick really didn't fucking do. And that, that pissed me off more than anything was like, Oh, we had an issue with this and we'll get to it. Twitch. Yeah. That's what I said. Twitch. You said kick. Oh, my bad. I meant Twitch. (laughs) Twitch will just never get around to it. They'll just, Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get around to it. And then it never happens. I'm glad to see Kick is actually actively taking those steps and, you know, helping out the community that's basically giving them money, the platform, everything they need to succeed. And I, I hope that you see a lot of that success on Kick because I know yeah. you mentioned my buddy Nacho. Um, I think he's been streaming for like a week maximum and he's already gotten like 15 followers or something like that. I know that's Damn. like minimal compared to what other people are getting in like a week or months or something like that but like at least he's growing on there for someone who had like maybe around that number and almost a year on twitch that's pretty big for him like he's seen that and he was like damn dude like this is amazing and it actually makes him want to stream more and it it makes me happy to see because it, it makes me realize that like i was once that way too with twitch you know, I, I remember when I first started and I was like, oh, dude, fuck, I got 15 followers, you know, this week. Let's fucking go. And then, you know, Twitch yeah. shot itself in the foot and I just said, peace. Yeah. And I mean, the ads too, like I was reading up some shit with uh, Twitch, like um, the way they have their ads set up. So you can't hop streamer to streamer trying to find the right streamer. Because you're going to get hit with at least a minute ad every single time you click on someone's stream. Yeah. Unless they're not affiliated. So it's like, people were like complaining, being like, yeah, I would hop around and have to fucking spend 20 minutes going through six streamers, finding a streamer I like, being in their stream for three minutes, and then I get hit with another ad. And I'm and it's just like, they're, they're money grabbing so yeah. hard. Yeah, it's they're rough. using ads, and it, too much but they also with the with the prime subs twitch doesn't get a penny out of prime subs and half of their subscriptions are from prime are from prime so and it looks like they're losing money from prime subs it doesn't help at all so it's like yeah well i i want to take a second since we're on the topic about twitch kick video games kind of you know we'll fucking shift to something else um we made a promise last podcast that I would play a single player game alongside you and finish oh, it. Oh fuck! And we didn't do that. Instead, we played yeah, Payday we Two. We played Payday yeah. Two for one week, and then I moved for the next. Yeah, um, <laughs> we did do that. Uh, but, but now with your move to kick, do you want to maybe stream it? Because I feel like if we stream it, it'll give us more of an obligation. And I also, uh, I sent you on Discord earlier a YouTube channel for you to watch. It's yeah, um, yeah. it's a guy, JV Javi. I don't know how to fucking say his name. He he like 
a series that he does is he records himself playing old games like years later, like Black Flags, AC3, AC2, stuff like that. And it just kind of gave me that hit for wanting to play single player games again, basically. Mm. It's the only reason I'm saying that. So like now we have a category of like we could watch his review, see if a game would be worth it, and then we could play it because he reviews mostly single player games. Okay. I see that. Um, Yeah. We could do that, or we could pick a game that we both have. I mean, I just got Red Dead 2. Um, I, I just reinstalled that. it today, actually. I mean, I've been playing the shit out of that. I want after, to... after, after recording, we'll play it. I'll load it up, we'll play it. Maybe. Might have Something Neighbors too. Grilling after uh, the podcast. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Um, yeah, that's fair. But, but yeah, no, Red Dead 2. Red, well, I work tomorrow. Red Dead 2, sometime, coming up. We'll play it. Yep. On stream, maybe. 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 Yeah, maybe. maybe. Are you On streaming this week? No. There's oh, been no, so much. Dude, streamed. I haven't streamed in like three weeks. No. Oh, I haven't fuck. streamed in a while. Oh, I've been okay. trying to get this move over. I've had family, baby shower, I, yeah, dinner I know, reveal, all that kind of shit. I know you had shit. a lot of shit going on this week. Yeah. So And then we got 4th of July coming oh, up. Yeah. Fuck, wow. I almost forgot about that. Uh, yeah. So we're not even doing a Fourth of July special, unfortunately. Oh my God, we're not. No, fuck. We didn't even think about it. Holy fuck. Yeah. Well, this will probably come out right around Fourth of July. Fucking, I, I got some sparklers. No, well, you still gotta. I mean, yeah, you could, but you still I'll gotta. Fucking, I'll shotgun a Michelob for the fucking Fourth of July during this podcast. How about that? Or what we could do is, uh. Uh, on 4th of July, we could record a small little, like, 10-minute thing, 20-minute thing, where we just drink and, you know, happy 4th of July, guys, and we can just kind of push that out. Sorry, there's no 4th of July special. We kind of talk about it in one of the podcasts coming up. But yeah, no, uh, we honestly just didn't even think about it. Life yeah, got in the way. Forgot. Life got in the way for both of us. Scheduling has been a bitch. You said 4th of July, and I went, fuck, we talked about this. <laughs> we talked about doing a whole special for 4th of July. Yep, yep. Fuck. I'm supposed to be wearing my American flag onesie, dude. Oh, wait, oh. hold on. Uh, oh, shit, never mind. We're at the bar. I thought I left my thing in the car. Never. I was going <laughs> to say, I think I have a, an American flag shirt. Never mind. I don't. <laughs> uh, but all right, fuck it. We'll, we'll roll with it. Happy 4th right, of July, right. guys. Happy 4th of July. July Woo! At this point. Woo! I'll shotgun a beer uh, like at the end of the episode or I'll something. I'll take a sip of whiskey to that. Mm. <sighs> now, um, you said something. Yeah. Um, payday 2. Yeah. Payday 3. Yeah. It is now up for pre-order. Nice. Holy shit. Um, it's up for pre-order. You can get it on G2A as well for like 20% off. Steam key. For the gold edition, twenty percent off. So, um, I'm super fucking excited. September twenty first yeah. this year, it is coming out. And holy fuck, when I tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take like, well, I might be on. Um, this might it might come out after my surgery. So oh, if it comes yeah. out after my surgery, then we're fucking gold, dude. Yeah. Because. Yeah, my arm will be like this, and I'll have to like, <clears throat> but I'm going to have a full month off of work Yeah, where I can just fucking stream just Payday 3 play, all fun. day, every fucking yep. day. Dude. Nice. Um, I'm run that mode. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think 
I've kind of hit that point in gaming this year where like I played all the games mostly uh, that have come out this year that I've been interested in. Um, so I think now I just kind of want to go back and play other games that maybe I haven't played before or replay games that I have played before that I just enjoy. Um, and funny enough to kind of go back to that JV guy, Javi guy, he did a video on AC Unity, which is a game that I say that and a lot of people are going to immediately bugs, bugs everywhere. There's bugs. All The game is just, it was a mess when it came out in like 2014, 2016. Yeah, his video when he played it in like 2021, 22, something like that. I mean, the, the first like 10 minutes of the video was just him explaining like, yeah, there's going to be bugs. Expect there to be bugs, but like 10 minutes long. But the rest of the video was like, it made me actually really interested to play the game. So that might be one of the games that uh, after I re end up playing Red Dead with you, maybe I'll go back and play that at some point. Because if you if you don't know anything about Unity, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity was set in France during I forget what era the French Revolution era I think really yeah I believe so like you meet Napoleon Bonaparte and everything in the game so it's like it's set around that era in history damn and it's the first I believe the first Assassin's Creed that moved to a one to one replica of game so it like real life scales everything. Um, and the city is beautiful. If any, I played it way back when, and I remember it being super buggy, but the game just blew me away. And watching that video made me realize that like all these years later, the game is still fucking breathtaking. Like it genuinely looks like it could have yeah. rolled out like 2020 and we would have been like, yeah, all right. Yeah. It's a little buggy, but fucking hell, this game's amazing. So I think, yeah. you know, that might be some, maybe I'll just go back and replay all the old Assassin's like to, Creeds. Yeah, maybe I'd that's like something to, I do. That's one of the things that I've always wanted to do that I just haven't been able to stick to is like, I played Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That's probably my most favorite one just because you that's could have a your really shit. good one. Yeah. Um, but it's like those kinds of games where I want to, like, you know, you've got Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 1 Red Dead. and then you got 2. <laughs> Shut up. You got one and two. You can play through both of those. It's a little series of a game. But then you got yeah. the Assassin's Creed. Go back from the very first Assassin's Creed and going all the way up to the last one, beating every single one. <sighs> that is something that I've always wanted to do with a certain type of game. I mean, um, I tried it with Minecraft. I don't mean to cut you off, but let me let me rewind you back. You said Red Dead One, Red Dead Two, a little bit of a series. Red Dead One, yeah, it's kind of a short little game. How far into Red Dead Two are you? Because that game is oh, I'm six percent. I know long. that game no, is I mean like long. I mean like fucking um, like the game and how many games there are that. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was like short little game Red Dead Two though. No, Fuck? no, that's not what I meant. Um, kind short of like series. the sense of yeah. Think about uh, what's another game that's like that? You know, oh, you got GTA, Assassin, all the GTAs. Assassin's Creed Mirage is coming out soon too. So there's another edition coming to the Assassin's Creed franchise soon. So okay. I think that'll also be another one to look out for. I think it comes out this year, actually, later hmm. this year. Um, so yeah, no fucking uh, all the Assassin's Creed games. Uh, what else? Uh, Bioshock. I know that's another game that play. I think it's like I've a never three. Been into Bioshock though, it's an older game, but it still holds up really like extremely well. Borderlands also Borderlands. holds up pretty well. 
I've just never the, gotten into either one of them. The best thing I could tell you with older games like that, don't go in expecting a visual masterpiece, right? I think that's kind of like the common oh, yeah, misconception with I've games. Uh, is a lot of people nowadays when they will load up games to play them, like older games, will be like, oh, that doesn't look like this game. The game was made in like 2008, dog. Yeah, Relax. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think yeah, people... No, I'm not a big graphics guy, so... I mean, I am, but at the I same mean, time... I mean, I am. I love graphics, but like if it's if the game is that good, I'll play it, even if it has shit graphics. I mean, yeah, yeah. Supreme I, Commander 2. Yeah, I think Cast I think we just understand games come out in a different time frame, and at the time, I think we kind of understand the level of what was expected at the time. Bioshock is one of those games that visually still holds up really well to this day because it's not. Uh, JB kind of explains this. A lot of games back then didn't go for a photorealistic look in their building design. So not everything's going to look like shit way on down the line because they tried to look realistic. They went for a more stylized approach. They built their environment and the colors and the the patterns and everything around an idea rather than, oh, we just want it to look real. Their way of looking right. real w- is making it look like it belonged where it was, not making it look like, oh, it's got to have like, you know, when like games get that like realistic overhaul look and everything just looks wet and shiny mm-hmm. games. Yeah. That's what I love about old games. Everything looks more realistic because they're not wet and shiny. They don't have that look. They look like they belong where they are. Bioshock holds up visually well in the story, I believe is still like a 10 out of 10. Like it, oh. it just Bioshock story. Um, was one of the best stories for years. I think even until like um, the mid teens, when more like story driven games started coming out that actually had more driven stories. Right. Do you have a favorite single player game that you've completed? I think I've asked this before, but you I don't have not. You completed. still not completed any. You still That's the problem. Do you okay? <laughs> so mean, let let me ask. I mean, what is, I have... what is what is a favorite single player game you've played so far? Out of every game that you've played, that's a single player. Up to any percentage, any point. What is a game that made you say, "Damn, this was worth my money." Oh man. Um I mean it really just depends cuz like there's this one game. It's not really it's it's more of a sandbox game, right? Uh Going Medieval is what it's mm, called. Yeah. Where you build your own little thing, you have your own people and all that. The problem with it is is that there's not really an end, you could say. Yeah. Um I've gotten all the achievements for it on Steam and I still play it to this day. Um so that would be one, but that's still like a super chill, relaxed game. Type sit back, but I do mean, you, when it comes to, do you have an issue of like? I think you said it on the last podcast. You have an issue of like just finding stuff sticking, to do, sticking, like, to, sticking to one game. To it. Yeah, no, like, so here's the problem, right? So let's say, let's see here. Let's say I'm playing Red Dead right now, right? Yeah. Or fucking Hogwarts Legacy just happened. Yeah. I was playing the fuck out of Hogwarts Legacy, and I was like, fuck yeah. And then boom, I saw that Red Dead Redemption 2 was on sale on G2A for like 10 bucks. And I was like, 20 bucks. And I was like, I've been dying to play this game for so long. 
So I yeah. bought Red Dead 2, and now I'm yeah. playing that nonstop. Okay. Before you know it, I'm going to be playing Red Dead 2, and then there's going to be another game that I'm like, fuck. Or like, I'm going to be on my Steam and look at Kingdom Come Delo- Deliverance and be like, I want to play good, that right now. That's I'm also in the, a good one. I'm feeling that game. Kingdom Come Deliverance. Holy shit. What a game, by the way. I didn't but, even think about that. That is my most favorite single player game I've ever played in my life. Yes, I think I think I remember I think I remember you having completed more of that I than have anything it. else. You had it on Xbox. I remember that. Because I I like you begged me to get it. Oh, too bright. Oh, that's your like GameStop. Is that from GameStop? Yes. Kingdom Come <laughs> Deliverance. This is Kingdom Come Deliverance. On disc. Oh, that's Mass Effect. Oh, wrong game. I think it's in a different. It's one. in a different. <laughs> oh, I remember. Those but yeah, days. I oh, bought fuck. it on disc because it was on sale, yeah. and I fucking was like, "Oh, I want to play this game so bad." I got it. Game. I played the fuck out of it on Xbox, and I got a PC. I got it on Steam on PC. I am six out of eighty-two achievements. I I haven't beaten Such it. Such a good game. But uh, dude, that I don't play the game. That is, Do that you is have your it? favorite. Yeah, I think I do. I might. I'll have to check. I would play that. I would play that um, with you. But before Fuck. we get before we get to that, Red Dead Redemption Two. You're six percent, and how far is that? You're still in what, like chapter one? I think I'm in chapter two. I'm out of the snow. I'm in Valentine. Okay, now. yeah. Okay, so you're in chapter two. What I think. Okay, so let me let me preface this. I played and beat Red Dead Redemption twice. One on Xbox, when it first came out, I didn't have a PC at the time, so I played it and beat it on Xbox, and then I got it on PC when I got a like better computer, the computer I have now. Um, I played it and beat it again. It felt a million times better the second time around, just because having that nice, like, beefed-up computer that can handle the graphics, it, like or ultra or whatever it genuinely made like it felt like it put me into the game like when i was standing in front of a building and like the fog started to roll in like it genuinely put me in that scenario like i could picture myself standing right where arthur was standing and just being like wow like it, it like i think that's my thing is like i get more into the um I can kind of feel like I could put myself into the character's yes. shoes more yes. than you can. And and the thing, one of the biggest things about video games with me is the customization. Is that if I'm going to be playing a game and I want to be in the game, I want to make my own character. Like, for instance, WWE. Like, yeah. if I'm playing WWE, I have to have my own character. I got to yeah. make him mine. Now, yeah. with Kingdom Deliverance, it doesn't have that. You get set with a character. But Kingdom Deliverance is the only game I've been able to jump in and not have to make my own character because of many different reasons. One, the game is beautiful. It is fucking amazing uh, for, to the eye. But also, you can make so many decisions on your own and can become deliverance that chooses your path where you choose your path and you choose what you're doing instead of being stuck doing this specific thing. Yeah. You know? Sorry, oh. I just I just had to look it up. That game came out in 2018. 2018. Yeah, I didn't right. realize that. That game does still yep. hold up. February like really well. 13th of February. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Honestly, five five years. It's it's Fuckin it's such up. an amazing game, dude. Oh, that's five I would years play the ago? fuck out of it. Yeah. 18 was five. Oh fuck. 
Fuck. Dude, I just had a revelation. Holy I've been shit. in the. You know, I've been in the Marine Corps for six years. Fuck. Yeah. Whenever, whenever <laughs> my family was down this past weekend, yeah. we yeah. were talking, and I was like, tell, talking to my stepmom about some shit. I was like, yeah, I'm hitting my six year mark, or I just hit my six year mark. This and that. Um, this and that. She was like, you've been in the Marine Corps for six years, and I was like, yeah. She was like, oh my god. It's been six Fuck years since you've been crazy since you've lived in my house. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> dude, it's, yeah. it's actually insane, dude. That's fucking, but I mean, time flies, I guess when you're, when you're living life, having fun, enjoying your time, time flies. So much has changed. It's yeah. Now I lost a lot of weight in six years. I've gained a, and lost and gained and lost a lot of weight in six years. Fuck. Which I'm actually. Are you gaining or topic. losing right now? I'm I'm gaining this second on Wednesday. I'm losing. This whole thing set up. I've got fucking hundred dollars worth of meat in the fridge. Starting my carnivore diet again. I've got my drugs on the way. Actually, I had a shipping accident. It got um, what is it called? It's not actually drugs. Guys. It's pre-workout. It's like. Is it vitamins? It got or? forwarded. No, it got forwarded on its way here. Um, uh, I, yeah, I can't. Um, no, it's it's like uh, pre workout that kind of shit. Um, proteins, okay. vitamins, that protein, kind of stuff. vitamins. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just a whole bulk of stuff to like help me get going. That kind of shit also pushes me to be like, okay, I'm gonna get this shit going. Um, I, I'm also gonna be doing the straight carnivore diet, so just straight fucking meat. So I want to make sure I'm like at my peak performance with every time I hit the gym. Yeah. Um, it just makes me more vote motivated, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, okay. That's fair. I get that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've got all that shit set up. But anyways. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. I want to I want a whiteboard in here so I can fucking I want to make a board of like list of <laughs> games to play through completely. Yeah. And then check off each one I can Check play. them off each one. Just then. so I can look and be like, yep, I want to play that game. I think... Red Dead Redemption 2, Kingdom Come Deliverance. I think Red and Dead then, 2 has a very compelling story. Um, The one thing that like Red Dead 2 does really well, I believe better, and this is just my opinion, I believe better than any other game... Is they have character like really, really good character development. Um, the your companions, the people you, you know, your gang members, the people you fight alongside, yeah. they go from you know in the snow just being like happy go lucky, like we're just trying to survive, you know, like we just got to get out of here, stuff like that, right? Yeah. But when when you know you kind of get further along in the game. You 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 don't really notice it while it's happening until you're kind of at that point of no return. You're kind of at that last mission. You're like, fuck, man, so much has changed. Like between these characters, how they act, how they talk, even like their demeanor. They do it so subtly that you don't even notice it until it's like too late. Right. Like when the when the cutscene rolls and the tears are rolling down your face, because there will be tears. When the tears are rolling down your face, Damn. I promise you, you'll be like, I want them back. Give them back to me. <laughs> Fuck, dude. And it's like the same thing with Kingdom Come Deliverance. Fuck, dude. Exactly, it's making me yeah. want to play it so bad. 
so fucking bad right now. <laughs> but with Kingdom Deliverance, you there's so much that happens to your character and the way from the beginning being a scared little boy to the end being a fucking like king, like it's it's insane the development. I've I've maybe gotten halfway through the game. It is a massive game. It is. But I have played the living shit out of it. Yeah. And like, oh God, dude, it is such a great game. I'm not going to install it. I'm not going to install it until Red Dead is done. That's what I need to do. I went through about a month or two ago and I just uninstalled every single game that was a story-based game that was long and that needed my uninvited attention or whatever the fuck. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to pick one game. I'm going to stick to it. And boom, here I am with like seven of them. Well, no, <laughs> most of all my games right here are just like, aren't stories like, you know, you got fucking Civ 6, Payday 2, BMG Drive, Hogwarts Legacy, the one that I was working on, a lot of VR games, Uno. I love mm-hmm. me some fucking Uno. Um, I did I, I did install Astroneer from your library. Yeah. Um, Hitman 2, and then you got Tropicus. That's a good one. I, you know, it's funny. I reinstalled Hitman, went back and played like two missions and uninstalled it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, not, I started playing it and I was like, fuck yeah. Then I was like, it's, yeah. it's one of those games where like, um, when you kind of beat the whole story to it, you're kind of like, all right, you know, like, I wonder what other ways I could beat this mission or whatever. And then you beat it another way and you're like, okay, cool. That's kind of the extent to that. Um, yeah. But I did, funny enough, uh, I did do the Miami mission where you're like at the F1 track or whatever. I don't know if you did that one yet. Um, I've hardly played it. I found out there was a different way to beat that mission, and it was stupid funny. Um, It was one of those like I ended up taking out a, a medical guard or whatever, a medical guy, doctor. I think it was probably a doctor, a medical tent person. And um, I walked into the medical tent, called over one of the people I was meant to kill, and then ended up poisoning her thing right in front of her. She saw it because I'm an idiot. She started running out. So I just pulled out my gun, shot her in the head right in front of an entire waiting room of people. And everyone was just like, huh, what the fuck? Where did that come from? And I'm just standing there menacingly with my gun and trench coat. And they're just standing there looking at me, and no one, no one just detected me. They were all just like, "Huh, what the fuck?" And I'm just standing there like, uh, <laughs> "I gotta go, I gotta leave." <laughs> Jesus, just like oh, the game. Man. The game's more funny than anything. Fuck, y'all want to cut heads off? Um, okay, yeah, all right, that sounds fun. Okay, um, no, I'd rather fucking. Grab people with my lasso. Lasso, yes. We're lassoing people. And drag them. Okay, Come yeah, on, Arthur. We got to get to Tahiti. It's Arthur. Arthur. Talk to me, Arthur. You're yeah, like yeah, a son to me. Fuck. Um, another <laughs> big news. Oh, uh-huh. uh, where, where does it say it at? I don't think they have an official yet release date. What it's G- rumors. Is it GTA Grand 6? Grand Theft Auto 6. Woo! Grand Theft Auto 6 was officially revealed um, at something. I don't even fucking know. Um, hold on. Official I mean, announcement. It was, it was leaked a year ago. It's not like this yes, is really news. It was leaked by but, like a British kid a year ago. 
But the thing about it is, is that because I saw it, I saw it official, unless it was fake. No, I think it is official. I I, th- I think it is official. I did like a little brief research beforehand, but I think I, like Rockstar has officially announced it. Like a map has been put out, like the GTA Five map. Um, when the people the people that leaked the GTA Five map were the same people that leaked the GTA Six map. So it's it's a pretty reliable source, I would say. Um, the so, map, the map, if you don't know, is Miami. It's southern. It's literally southern Florida. Twice the size of GTA Five. Fucking massive. If we, yeah. I have a picture of it. I can send it to you, and maybe we could pop it on oh, screen I've seen it. somewhere. Yeah, I've seen it. Well, we'll pop it on screen somewhere for anyone who hasn't seen it somehow yet. But it's essentially like from the Orlando area of Florida down fucking massive and i'm i'm absolutely excited for it i've been playing so much gta 6 i i will say i've been playing a lot of gta roleplay but for the last couple of weeks i have not gotten on i know the people that i work with are pissed and they're upset i've received a couple emails from them but i'm just fucking i've not gotten on i've not done anything <laughs> i i like because yeah, so it says Oh, sorry, it says between April of 2024 and March of 2025. So we have no idea. Basically. I mean, it's been in production for about a year now. We know that much. So, yeah. Yeah, it sounds It's about been right. in production for at least five. For a couple years, yeah. Yeah, it's been in production for a while. I mean, it's a huge fucking game. And well, the little things that I've seen, it looks amazing. It, so, seems, it seems like they're mostly just trying to polish everything up now. I've, I heard, I've heard a lot of different things. Now these are all rumors, okay? Nothing Obviously, yeah. Um, I have heard that for one, if you let's say you run a red light, you can get pulled over by cops and ticketed, right? An actual fucking story game, right? Like cops are way smarter. If you are robbing a store, apparently you and your little girlfriend can rob stores, jewelry stores, banks, all that kind of shit, just roaming around. Um, if you rob a fucking gas station. And cops show up, they're not just going to walk in and just start shooting everywhere and, you know, just die instantly because you're a player. They're not going to act like NPCs. They're actually going to fucking make a perimeter around the building. They're going to talk to you through microphones and shit. Or not microphones, but, you know, the big thingies. Um, Megaphones. Yeah, megaphones. They're going to talk to you through those, and they're actually going to fucking be smart. Like actual fucking people. Um like there, I've I've heard there's gangs. There's gonna be gangs in there, um, that you can join. You can make your own gang and have your own people. Um, you if you buy a house or an apartment, you can decorate it yourself, like fucking Sims I, I, type I, shit. I I know this is gonna sound bad, but I hope they kind of pull the skate number. I I don't know if you've been keeping up with anything about the new skate that's been in oh. production. That's another no. game that we haven't talked about at all. Skate 4, I believe it is, but it's not going to be called Skate 4. Um, it's been in production. Like they've, they've officially announced it. I think the issue was they announced it too early. I think because it's been under production for like four or five years now. Oh, I, be- I think sense. they announced it literally when they were like, yeah, I think we can go ahead and give this a go ahead. We can start working on it. So every, like the hype for it has kind of died down. But oh, I, yeah, I forgot about that. The idea for it is that it's going to be the last skate. It's going to be like 
they're just going to make this game and just continue to update it. Kind of like how Fortnite is like Fortnite doesn't need a Fortnite too. Cause they just, they do something to change up the map or they come up with a story around it. I think that's what skate's going to do. I hope, well, G- I hope GTA six is like that. I hope that they can gotta, just make it the last one of the series, but continue to build a story on it and just like change up think certain of it, things. You got to think of it in a certain sense. Right. So like, Red Dead Redemption 2, if they were to do that, they would fail miserably. Well, that's because, because that's because Red Dead 2 takes place before Red Dead 1. Well, so the no, story no, no, for no, no. story canonic reasons, it doesn't that's make sense. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean, right? So like um you gotta think of it in this sense. Fortnite has come like let's say nobody buys Fortnite for a year. Yeah. Does that mean that the people or that create Fortnite it, aren't gonna get a dime? No, because they have V Bucks. They're getting constant money from skins and V-Bucks and all that kind of shit. Um, GTA 5 has been doing the same thing with Shark or whatever shark it's called. Shark cards and shit, yeah. You can buy money for online. Red Dead Redemption 2 has absolutely nothing, right? The online version of Red Dead 2 is dead. Nobody cares about it. It's just yeah. that bad. So Red Dead 2 is done for. Like They either got to make a new game or move well, on or some shit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Red Dead Online died because no one played it or was playing it it had a really like active really community bad. a lot of a lot of people wanted to play it but they just had issues there was a lot bugs. of issues with yeah. the game a bugs lot of issues. missions were like because i remember playing it when online first launched um the missions were really stupid like they didn't really there was no point to them right but it still had like a really big player base because everyone just liked the idea of a free roam multiplayer Western cowboy game, right? Like everyone loved that. But I think it's just, I think we're looking at it from too small of a scope. I think it's just a mixture of everything, right? Like Red Dead 2 wouldn't make sense for the reason you said, but also for the reason I said. Canonically, it doesn't make sense because Red Dead 2 is technically the prelude into Red Dead 1. Like it takes place in like 1890, and Red Dead One takes place in like 1900 something. So it's it's like the Red Dead Two story feeds into Red Dead One, whereas like with GTA, I think it would at least make more sense from a story standpoint because it's all fictional. The one story doesn't really lead into another. They kind of did it with GTA Four with some like Easter eggs leading into GTA Five, where it was like. Oh, you can find your son talking about this person from GTA or Nico from GTA Four. Easter eggs is fine, but I think with like with like GTA Six, I think if they just kind of did it right and did it and like made the map a way that they could add to it and take away certain things and kind of change it up over time, it would kind of give the player base a sense of reason to want to keep investing into shark cards. That's why people like Fortnite is a reason people keep paying for V bucks and shit is because they come out with new skins, new things, new emotes, new pickaxes, stuff that overall is entirely useless. I mean, I've spent a lot of money on Fortnite. I used to play it when it like was in chapter one still hate Fortnite. Never played it. I, I used to love it. I have but, played it, but it was, I just couldn't, but I think if, thing. I think if they could, if I think, yeah, I believe if games built kind of like a perfect way around it, they could continue a longevity of a game kind of like Fortnite, how they've continued their longevity and their player base. Because every season, they don't really 
lose that many players. And if anything, they gain a lot more than they lose from new people wanting to come in and try it out. So I think games could profit from stuff like that. And yeah, it might suck from like a, a, a microtransaction standpoint, but at the same time, do you want to keep spending 70 bucks for a game to then have to pay for more microtransactions or do you just want to pay 70 bucks one time and then just continue to pay for microtransactions me personally i'd rather just spend the 70 50 60 70 bucks one time and then just pay like 20 bucks for microtransactions or like even gta 5 does a good job of not really needing microtransactions they're just kind of there in case you don't want to grind it out which Yep. I don't like grinding things, so that's not really But not a lot me, of people but... play GTA online either. Most of everybody plays just the um they play 5M, which doesn't need now they do, yeah. the uh microtransactions. It's all RP roleplay type RP. shit. Which yeah. I fucking miss already. Wish I could get back into it. Um I just gotta stick to one fucking game at a time, you know, with <laughs> A wife, a son, and a son on the way. It's like it's hard. Can't spend as much time on gaming. I get it uh, though. I get it. But um, I mean, look, we'll we'll do Red Dead Two. Okay, Fuck yeah, Hogwarts. Yeah, I know we yes, said sir. Hogwarts Legacy yes, last sir. stream. Uninstall I, that sir. shit. We're gonna yes, do Red did. Dead. All right. I'm your. I just I'm not. Did, I did you don't like gotta call minutes. me sir. I'm not your. I'm not your boss. I'm not your commander. Yes, daddy. I said, I daddy. I, um. Now here's better. the most important question. Uh, wow. Well, um. Uh, are you done with your drink yet? I'm like, I'm most of the way. Chug, 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 chug. Because <laughs> it's it, mo- it's mostly I gotta bourbon go. left. I, I drink. Gotta, I gotta go to the bar and fucking wait for him to make me another one. Uh, dude, I can. We're wait. in the we're in the back room, so we I can wait. Go it's fine. I I already have. Remember, mine's a bottle. I just got a bottle. I paid for a whole bottle. So go get your go get go to John. Go get your drink. Okay, yeah, I'll be back. Um, uh, in a, in like three seconds, you'll see us again. Like nothing ever happened. Okay, unless yeah. you're gonna talk while I'm gone. Go, go, no, go. You good? Yeah. It took so long. I made a TikTok. Of course you. And did. shotgunned a beer. Of course you did. Oh, that's <clears> almost <throat> like 20 minutes worth of shit to cut out. All right. Let's no, it's not. That was like five minutes. Probably you left it like 52 minutes into the recording. What were we <laughs> talking about? I don't fucking remember. It's been too long. Um, I think we're about, we're talking about GTA and like, um, um, Oh yeah, some of, how some some about games. I don't remember. Um we can but move on though. If you want, we can jump into music. Is it summertime? You made one or the bartender made one? He did. I just like to claim that I made him because I feel yeah, stop, special. Stop stealing John's show. I feel like a mixologist. <laughs> I don't know. John's my homie. All right. Anyways. John, John is the homie. But in music. summertime, a lot of artists, a lot of musicians like to put out music around this time. I want to take this time because I don't know that we've actually ever had this talk because we just kind of listen to music so openly. Mm-hmm. Do you have a preferred genre of music that you listen to? 
yes. Um, oh, God. Oh, fuck. Um, so, basically, it's really weird with me, right? So, I really like, like, Logic. Logic is my dude. Logic, okay, MJK, yeah. all of them. Yeah. So, like, kind of like rap, kind of, sort of, but more like... Um, hip Yeah, but more of like the, you know, the melody type shit, right? Like the really good hitting type stuff. It's like um, hip pop. Now, I have a playlist right now on um, Apple Music. Oh, and it, it the playlist is called Sad. And it has a mix of the most depressing songs that you can imagine. Triple um, X, it's got, you know, those TikTok songs that they have that's yeah. like super like down and sad sounding, like depressing sounding. Um, and then it goes straight into like raging fucking like you're on crack music, like gym music. And then it goes back to the super sad and then it goes back to that, or it goes to like Hold a on. mellow. I dropped drop something. It goes to like a mellow fucking. I don't know. It's super fucking strange. It's a fuck. Yeah. Every time I'm in my car and somebody, I got to give somebody a ride or some shit, I turn that bitch on and they're like, oh, I'm super sad now. And then they want to punch my window out because of the next song. Like, I, it's just like, I think I have bipolar. Yeah, I probably. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Like I'll be sitting there like on my way home from work, just like I go crying and then like three seconds later I'm like, ah! like fucking <sighs> like, like driving people off the road, like fuck you. Like some Russian fucking dubstep type shit. I'm like punching my window. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Um That's funny. But I have been listening to Coldplay lately. Yeah. I've okay. been listening Coldplay to a, a lot one. of Coldplay now. Since we're getting into music, hold on. I just want to throw this out here. Yeah. The TikTok I'm going to make on the 4th of July to say hello to all of you guys. And mm -hmm. you, of yeah. course, Justy Boo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will be currently at a Plain White Tees concert. Mm. So every year for the 4th of July, you know, since I fight for our country and all, no big deal. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, uh, so on Camp Lejeune, I, I live on Camp Lejeune in North Carolina, um, yeah. and every year on the 4th of July, they have a band that comes and plays that wants to give back to the troops or whatever the fuck, right? Okay. Um, oh, yeah. It's super cool. Um, last year, we had, uh, who was it? Super popular, super famous. Who was it? Fuck. I can't remember. I'll, 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 I'll probably pop up a quick clip. On the pod, hopefully it doesn't fuck us up in copyrights. It might, um, yeah, it will. So, <laughs> um, hold on, let me just let me quick look up. But for this year, yeah, the plain white tees. Um, we are having like you know the dudes that do hey there Delilah, da, da, da. yeah, that's yeah. plain white tees. Um, so they're gonna be here, and then also there's a country singer. Um, I don't know her name. Uh fuck. Hold on, let's see. Either way, it sounds like a good time. I was doing twenty twenty two July fourth. Um band that played. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, Eli Young Band. Eli Young oh, Band. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so the Eli Young Band came last year. This year yeah. it's gonna be Hey there Delilah. No, it's uh plain white tees and then 
Um, actually, I can probably just look it up. 2023 Camp Lejeune. Uh, sorry, fuck. See, I'm not a I'm not a big country guy. I know that's kind of controversial. I'm not either. I'm being not from either. Georgia, I don't. There are some songs that like pique my interest, but most of the time, if it's a country song, I'll pass. But my 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 taste in music definitely is pretty expansive. Otherwise, like I listen to a little bit of metal, a little little bit of like classical music. Um, I'll listen to like a lot of hip hop. I think like rap is my main thing. Pop, hip hop, rap. Um, what else is there? I used to like a lot of metal when I was younger. I remember listening to like a lot of, especially like a lot of thrash metal. I was a very violent kid. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty violent myself. But you weren't like a violent kid. I I listened to metal and sh- I don't. Yes, I, I don't, was. Not as much. What the fuck do you mean? I almost punched myself mom in the face. I You're almost more... called the news on her. Oh, yeah, true, true. That's a running joke with us. We still, <laughs> over the weekend, we still talked about that. And she was sitting there <laughs> like, funny. she was like, I don't know if that was you or if it was Justin telling you to do that. And I was like, no, it was me. <laughs> no, yeah, that was you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he was telling me to shut up. And I was like, no, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that is probably the case of a lot of things is me just telling you to shut up and then you just being like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, it was it was a good childhood. Good childhood. <laughs> Anyways, back to music. Um, but yeah, what what band? What other band is performing? I don't know. It, it doesn't. You don't, uh, or I, it'll take me a minute to look it up. Remember sure it's yeah. on Facebook or something, but. Um, but yeah, that's that sounds, that sounds dope. I haven't been to that many concerts in my life. I'd like to go to more, but I really just don't have the time nor the money. Um, the last concert I went to was a rap concert well, uh, by a British rapper named Dave. He's kind of a he's big in the UK scene, not not as much in the US, but he did his like first US tour last year, the year before. I can't remember, but I went regardless. It was fucking awesome. Before that, I yeah, went to no. a Skillet concert, I think. That's it. I think that's literally it. It's the only two concerts. Yeah, I haven't. No, I have never been to an actual concert. The hmm. concerts I've been to is going to be this year's and then last year's, and they're free. Because I mean, the they're, probably, they're probably no different than what you'd expect. I mean, it's like a massive fill, field full of yeah. people with a stage. Yeah, um, I mean. I mean, yeah, that sounds about right. But, you know, and then we have fireworks. Right when okay. they get done playing. Oh yeah. So Hell yeah. I'm just waiting. I'm gonna do it whenever they're singing Hey there Delilah. <laughs> the second that comes on, I'm like, oh, oh. they can TikTok <laughs> video. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. yeah. Sh- I mean, you should probably find time to go to more concerts for artists that you actually like listen to a lot. I really they do want to go to a, a Michael Jackson concert. I really uh-huh. do. Yeah, that yeah, me too. Awesome. Oh, it's a shame I couldn't go. I just gotta die first. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'll be up there fucking um, smooth criminaling with them. <laughs> yeah, but, dude. But yeah, no, I think because like they're all they're they're all kind of different in their own unique way. Obviously, like every artist kind of has their own style to them. The Skillet concert I went to was really nice because they played in the Georgia Dome, um, mm-hmm. and it was it was a big crowd. A lot of people came out to see them. 
And when like they kind of cut the music out for a second and just kind of let the crowd sing, you definitely like you heard it and you felt it. But it wasn't like because their music's not very like I don't know how to describe it. Their music's very like fast tempoed, right? Because they're a metal band. That's just kind of like how the tempo goes with it. When I went to the rap concert, it was so different. Obviously, two different genres of music. But as far as like the tempo of everything, like the rapper, like the show was maybe an hour long, hour and a half long, but it felt like it took all fucking day just because of like how he paced out his show and he took time to stop and talk between his songs. And he actually tried to like fill his time um, because his songs weren't very long. They're like two and a half minutes long. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Whereas like Skillet, they've made songs like fucking four or five, six minutes long. So they don't they don't need to find fillers. But like they all kind of have their own uniqueness. One concert is I'd like to go to is a band you mentioned you've been listening to is Coldplay. I hear Coldplay does some oh really cool shit at their concerts. They do some crazy shit. I've seen some, some really like cool drone shit. footage. Oh, oh yeah. my god, dude. Yeah. Also want to go to a rave. I know that's kind of like out there. I want to go to a rave. I'd go. I'd go some coke. Drop a tab. I'd go. I'd go mostly sober. I'd go mostly (laughs) sober. I probably wouldn't drink for sure, but I would definitely smoke a little bit of weed before going because, like, I'd want to enjoy my time. But I feel like if I were to drink, I wouldn't. I'd just drink too much just because of like the atmosphere. Yeah, drinking is a lot harder to have fun with than. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm really thinking about getting out next year is because I don't get to go and do crazy shit like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I'd like to um, I'd like to be able to fucking go smoke some pot at a rave or, you know, just, like, do some hood rat shit, but I can't, you know? I it think, sucks. I think your sucks. issue is, is you feel like you're missing out on a little bit of the fun in life, but you're not looking for the fun that's available to you. No, I definitely am. I mean, no, yeah, not a lot of fun. There's not a lot of fun. <laughs> not a lot of fun. There's um, not a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of fun in my life. Um, yeah, true. Sure. You know. Um, but that also but comes it, with that also comes with the fact of having kids, right? Like, you can't... You, also, you have a son now, so you can't really, like, drop whatever you're doing and go have fun. You got to kind of, oh, like, yeah, plan, but I mean, you I plan could, things I could out. plan out, going to a rave with you. It's different for me, though, because I don't have any kids. I don't have a significant other. If I want to do something, I could literally just drop whatever I'm doing and go do it. Yeah. The, but I mean, that's, like, that's, like, I that's me schedule, being me. I could schedule out going to a rave and stuff like that, get a babysitter, or if Josh just doesn't want to go, but I can't smoke pot because I get drug tested immediately oh, yeah. when I get back. So. You don't have to smoke pot to have fun. I know, clearly, but a rave and drugs is, you know, same thing. Yeah, true. Can't go to a rave without doing drugs. <laughs> but uh um yeah. Now going on some more uh sad things. Oh. We're sad now. Okay. Yeah, it's time to get sad. Oh god. Okay. okay. Five billionaires died in the past few weeks. Oh, that ain't sad. So horrible. Um, no, no, there yeah, there was so, there was there was a kid that died, so that is sad. There, yeah. Poor nineteen. Like 19. He was nineteen. He was 19. Well, that's, he's not that's a kid. still a kid. That's no, still not. a kid. That's when still a kid. When I was nineteen years old, I was learning on how to fucking fix a gun. 
okay, and how but, to kill the okay, enemy. but look at yourself Rob? now. Look at yourself now. <laughs> would you still not call yourself a kid? Fuck no. I would. Nineteen year old me is a kid compared to me, but yeah. Well, don't. yeah. So basically, um, fucking, there was a uh, tourist. Everybody knows about this. If you haven't heard about this, and this is where you find out You've about been it, living you're under, a rock. under a rock. You're living yeah. under a rock. Um, the submarine, the Titan, that went down uh, as a tourist type thing to the Titanic. Um, yeah. Has been recovered. Okay, first off. Second off, I, I skipped too much. So if you haven't heard, <laughs> uh, this billionaire that owns this company called Oceanside decided to make a tourism-type submarine charging each person $250,000 to go and see the Titanic in person. Now, the thing that makes that crazy is that the Titanic is 12,500 feet underneath the fucking ocean. Like, it's that deep in the fucking water. Like... Just deep. It, it's hard to explain it, but if you're not exactly sure on how what science it, I th- works... I think... Uh, how deep is... It's like, what? A couple Empire State buildings? Yeah, deep? it's like... like it's, it's like... Deep. Like, imagine having... A, the Like, four Empire State buildings fucking on your head like balancing four of them on your head that's how much pressure there is down there yeah um and so well so basically the so this the submarine ha, it's taken people down there successfully before and that's yeah. something that people don't know is that they've been doing this for years yeah but there was a um news uh documentary that they did where they tried to do this for like two or three years in a row and they kept failing. Like something kept going wrong. So they couldn't go and see it. And then one time they finally got to go and see it. Um, this has been doing, this has been going on for like four or five years. And this past year, they finally fucking, or one of the expeditions went down and um, it basically imploded on itself. Yeah. So they were only 3,500 feet down. And yeah. the pressure that is caused when something implodes, so it can it can happen for many different reasons. One of them is there could be a structure um, impairment on the uh, thing. But also you got to think of this dude didn't care about rules. He the, yeah. the submarine wasn't approved by anybody. It was just he made it and said, oh, this will work. He had his own I, personal scientists, his personal people to say, eh, sure. I think I think the issue with that is is there's no like standard regulation for yeah, like, any any naval vessels. Is there? I mean, when it's in um the thing that didn't make it illegal is because it was in international waters, right? But it yeah. wasn't approved by any actual government and full like um like uh, official standing people like it wasn't approved yeah. by anybody because it couldn't be because one of the number one rules is you cannot have the submarine made out of two different materials yeah. they use carbon fiber and titanium which mm-hmm. is one of their main rules because the two materials aren't the same which yeah. means there's a separation in the parts and whatever the yeah. fuck which could cause it to implode um 
And there's been interviews with this guy saying like him saying, well, yeah, there's rules and we break a lot of them, but hey, it's an adventure type shit, this and that. Yeah. And the contract that he had these people sign to go on this little adventure and pay 250 grand for on the first page, it, it mentions death five times. Yeah. Five fucking times. So it's like, if you same. die, you can't sue me. If you die, this or that, you know? Um, I feel like, I, I don't know how contracts work as far as like null and voiding, but I feel like that contract would be null and void even if you signed it just because of the, like, the sheer, I had the word on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. Like, negligence i think that's the word i'm thinking of your negligence yeah from the ceo like regardless like unfortunately he did die in that incident but like at the end of the day that's still negligence on his part of the company like there's one there's one thing i can say about that is this man you know after thinking about it for a while this man did do all of this and he is the one that broke all the rules but this motherfucker was on every single expedition down to the Titanic. He was serious about it. If they were going to die, he was going to die, which is huge. Now, if he was sitting back at home in his fucking condo (laughs) and then heard about it, then, yeah, I'd be like, fuck this dude, crucify him. But this guy actually died with him, which to me is a little bit like, oh, man. I don't think it makes it better, personally. No, no. I, well, I mean, uh, slightly. I would say slightly. It's like, hey, he knew the risks, and he went with them just to show them, hey, if you die, I'm dying too, or if something happens, I'm here with you type shit, um, which is, you know, to me is like, hey, that's yeah, a, that's but, a motherfucker. But you also but, have to look at it from the perspective of some people don't value people's lives, like other people's lives, more than something, right? So it's like he could have been one of those people who's just – basically didn't value other people's lives above his own. Like he could have just been like, I mean, if he mentioned death five times in the first page of the contract that you have to sign, I would imagine that he really didn't care about your life all that much. It's more, it was more of like he was an adventurous. He had, and he was an adrenaline junkie. He enjoyed the thrill of going down there and almost dying. I think that's part of the thrill of why people do stuff like that. Yeah, and then again, you know, he he could have been so, like, he'd done it so many times and he's been all up in the shit where he just got comfortable with it, you know? Yeah. He may have just gotten comfortable with it. Um, Now, it's not confirmed that he was on every single expedition, but I do know he was on a lot of them. On a lot of them, yeah. Every one that I've seen, he was on. I think the issue from what I heard, I don't know if it's confirmed or anything, was that they just went down too fast. Like it was only rated for like no. thirty five hundred feet or something so, like that. But they so the also glass, the yeah. peephole that you have through it was rated for thirty five hundred. Yeah, which is where they imploded. Did you know that? That yeah, is where yeah. they imploded. Was at thirty five hundred feet. Yeah. Thirty five hundred feet is all the glass could withstand, and um, I remember him denying having to pay more to go deeper. But you got to think of, right, because this is also kind of a conspiracy on when and where and all that kind of good shit where this bitch imploded, if it did implode, or if it just simply fucking all connections went out and it dropped to the bottom and imploded at 12,000 feet. You never know. Or if it 
fucking broke apart at a thousand feet under the water and these people drowned to death. But you never know. The, um, I believe the general consensus was that they just imploded. Like, because, like, communication was lost. And I believe the U.S. Navy said that they had recorded, Coast Guard, had recorded the actual implosion. Like, the sound. sound. Yeah, so, the sound of the implosion. So I've been I've been deep into this shit. Um, basically, there's a lot of different things, right? So yeah. first off, the glass was only rated for 3,500 feet. The CEO yeah. would not pay for better glass, whatever the fuck. Um, there is sound that was recorded by the vessel, but there's a lot of fake shit out there. So I'm not yeah. 100% about that. There's a, there's a TikTok going around that I've seen of... The sounds that was recovered from a GoPro or a camera or some shit on the bottom of the fucking ocean, which I think is, which is bullshit, I know is, because the camera would not be alive at 12,500 feet. Um, now, um, basically it was a sound of it breaking apart and the people drowning, like sounds of the people drowning. So I already know that's bullshit. Um but there there's there's tons of stuff that i've seen and heard there's one of the ship that dropped them off that heard the boom yeah that heard it go and then no communication the second that happened no communication which sounds of an implode yeah. now scientists are saying when a when something like that implodes it shreds to a thousand pieces but that's not true if that were yeah. true then the Titanic would be in a thousand fucking pieces. You got to think about yeah. it. And there's images I'm looking at right now of big ass pieces of the hole. And the peephole is completely intact with no glass in it. No glass in it. Yeah. The peephole is completely intact. Um, the hole is intact. The engine area is completely intact. So now people are thinking like, maybe it didn't implode. Maybe it broke apart before they got down further enough for it to far enough for it to implode like that. And, you know, think about it at fucking that depth when something implodes with the air inside, when it implodes, the pressure is so tight and it, it's like yeah. the molecules and shit hit each other so hard that the temperature of that implosion on the center is literally the same temperature as the fucking sun. As the, like, it is hot. Yeah. It gets, it it immediately, like, it was so fast that the people that died didn't even know. They didn't like, even they, know, Like, they yeah. didn't see it. They didn't hear it. They were alive, and they were dead. And they were Just, not. They had no idea. So, okay. which is great. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no suffering there. I guess that makes it better, I suppose. It's not like they were they were stuck down there like helplessly for a few hours or what was it like a few days? What everyone yeah. initially thought when they, they had, had ninety six hours of air. Yeah, like I I I personally I would believe that if I were to find out my family member was lost due to an implosion rather than suffocating from no air, I'd feel better because at least it was quick and painless. Right? Like there was no suffering. They didn't feel anything before they did. It was just done lights out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but then all there's wreckage of 
the stuff coming up that they were amazingly able to get um where there's apparently human remains but i already know that's bullshit because if you go to the titanic there's no bones there's no human remains there's none of that shit you may think like oh it's been under the water for 100 years no because if you take a bone and you put seven eiffel towers on it it's gonna fucking crush into it's gonna become fucking dust dust right so there's no human remains. That's already fucking bullshit. But their clothes and shit will still be there, right? So that can kind of determine, like, you got to think of it in this way. If it crumbled at 3,500 fucking feet, boom, imploded. And all the shit fell down all the way down to 12,500 feet, it would be scattered fucking everywhere. Now, the images I've seen... It looks like the shit is close. So it's a simple investigation they they got to do is see how close that fucking wreckage is together. If it's really close together and it's like within a fucking, I don't know, 40 foot radius in a little box, you could say. Yeah. Then that bitch imploded at like 11,000 feet type shit. Yeah. 12,000 feet. So um, either way, though, 3,500, 12,000. It was an instant death, and um, yeah, it's just crazy. It's just, I mean, it's not, it's not really that fucking crazy. Um, I mean, you got to think of it in the sense of like, I think, I think it's not. It's just crazy because it's like the one time that it it happened, right? Like it's the one time it happened. It's been recorded. Everyone knew about it. It could have happened before, and no one's really known about it. Yeah. I think it's just because of how much media coverage that it got and widespread It got a lot of media coverage. And I think it's only because of the Titanic, you know? Yeah. If they were just exploring on the bottom of the ocean, it would have got nothing. But that does confirm the Titanic does have two on us and we have zero on them, which is yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's still it, it taking made me bodies really, to this day. It, it really made me think um, I'm getting a little more drunk now. I'm going to start talking historical type shit. (laughs) Um, It made me think, like, holy fuck, like, the Titanic. I started looking up images. I started looking up different things when it came to the Titanic. And I was like, what about other shipwrecks? And I just started going through all kinds of shipwrecks. I I have a YouTube YouTube video or a YouTube channel you might like. Um, And I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm just going to say it before I forget it. But he uh, he does like documentary style YouTube like YouTube videos on uh, cruise shipwrecks and stuff like that. I think it'd be really unique up your alley if you're if you've been looking up shipwreck oh, yeah, stuff. Dude. I'll send I it. Mean, I'll like, send. I'll send it to you when we're done. But go ahead. The ocean is insane. Like seventy something percent. I think it's seventy percent or seventy five percent of our planet is covered by water. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh my god. I mean, the shipwrecks that you can find and shit. Like, there's shipwrecks on the shore of beaches. Yeah. There's shipwrecks deep, deep underwater, like the Titanic. And there's shipwrecks, like, right underneath the surface. Like, think of yeah. Pearl Harbor. There's tons yeah. of shipwrecks. There's tons of aircraft that are scattering around fucking Pearl Harbor yep. from the day of Pearl Harbor. Um, mm-hmm. 
And it's insane to really look and see like the actual effects of, I guess, over time. Like you see, you see an aircraft that crashed right outside of Pearl Harbor by a Japanese pilot, um, in nineteen in the nineteen forties, and you look at it and you're like, damn, look at what time did to that. Brother, just like, think that if, wasn't that wasn't even a hundred years ago. Just think of all the shit that happened, fucking a thousand years ago, right? I like know. A millennium. Yeah. Ago. Oh, yeah. It's a shit that we're walking fucking, on top of every day that we don't even know about. It's a fucking. It's insanity. Oh yeah, I, mean, that, I, I love stuff like that. It, it I like fucking his, love history. History has always been a subject of mine in school that has intrigued me the most. I think that's the same for most people. But I think mm-hmm. I drew expe- a special interest to it just because I love history so much. I don't know what it is, but like anything about history, I will sit there like a child and learn at 24 years oh, old. Yeah. Oh, crisscross yeah. I mean, applesauce on the fucking floor, just learning. I mean, you know? just looking at these images, because I have some images pulled up. Just look up fucking shipwrecks on Google. Oh, yeah. And you can see the crazy shit. I mean, just... Imagine how these went down, how these ships went down. Imagine what happened, how these people felt, what were their lives mm-hmm. like. And it's like, there's one right there. Fucking someone discovered a fucking aircraft far outside of Pearl Harbor while scuba diving. Scuba yeah. diving. So it's like, it's crazy. It's, it's, I think it's, it's crazy. It's even... It's even- more wild when you think about that more people have been to space than they've been to our ocean floor, right? Like, yep, yep. Like, it's just, it's one of those things. I know it's common knowledge, and I know it's kind of like beating a dead horse by saying that, but it's very wild that we still have not figured out everything that's under our water. Like, I love the ocean. I love going to the beach. It's one of my favorite places. I love going there to relax, even just sitting at nighttime and there's no one else there just listening to the waves. It's probably my favorite thing to do. And I know a lot of people have a phobia of the ocean and stuff like that. I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, I'm like, but if I go down because of some giant squid when I'm on, on a boat or something, I'm fine. Like I get it. No one knows what the fuck's out there. At least I'll get to see it before I go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, Oh my God. It's crazy to see the history of things. Like, actually having pictures. Like, back then, we don't have a lot of pictures and videos. We do have quite a bit. But we don't have a lot of... Like, there's some shipwrecks from, like, the 1800s, bro. 1800s of ships that went down. And it's like, fuck, dude. That's something you can touch, that you can see. That you can be on to understand. Or, like, not understand, but, like... Be there and feel the history and be like, holy fuck. Like if How'd I you- if I were to ever become a billionaire, I wouldn't go and see the Titanic because you know that's deadly as fuck unless it's you know FDA approved. <laughs> but um <laughs> I would definitely travel the fucking world <laughs> and see, you know, Pearl Harbor. Um I should yeah. be getting orders here next year if I end up staying in the Marine Corps and I could go to fucking Hawaii. Um yeah. You know, like, or even if I don't, it's a quick, easy trip. I could easily take a trip to Hawaii and get a cheap ass hotel room just for being in the military. Yeah. Um, which is something I'm really thinking about. And it's like, 
Just traveling yeah, the world and seeing, like, just being able to scuba dive down to these ships and seeing the cannons sticking out of them holes. You know what? Maybe seeing that would. Maybe you and Josh should go get, uh, like, a scuba license. I think you have to have a scuba license. I have um, no idea. Because it's like you have to be trained how to scuba dive because it's not something that, like, yeah, anyone yeah. can just pick up. Um but I think if you go get scuba lessons, I think that's something that like you and Josh could do. Like maybe just find like a babysitter for like a weekend or something and just go around to your local area, like local, you could even do fucking like a lake or something super easy in your area and just go scuba diving, find some nice little treasures down there. And then from there you get more time, learn how to do it better, understand it, you know, your environment more comfortably. And then from there you could do deeper dives and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's something you two could do I mean, as a like, couple. It is crazy. I would love like, to do it, but I'm also afraid of like enveloping myself and stuff like that because I'm the type of person where I'll do shit without telling people. So like, I'm afraid that like I would go scuba diving, not tell someone where I am or what I'm doing, oh, and yeah. I would just that's me. Though. I would die. Me. I'm that's bad about me. that. But it is. Uh, I definitely. I definitely would be into that, especially to see like I mean they have like submarines that saying yeah and shit like that. My, they have so, like old warships from the eighteen hundreds. See my 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 thing I'd love to do is go visit like old battlefields. Not like oh yes, not yeah. like not like battlefields that are like partially torn up. Like battlefields that are still to this day destroyed from like cannon fire and shit. Like I. I know it's kind of cliche to do it, but going to Florida and going to, like, the different forts and shit down there and still seeing some of the, like, fucking massive chunks taken off from cannonballs and shit mm, and stuff like I, that is really dope to me. I don't know why, but, it, again, that's, like, the part of it history is. No, in me. That, I, I, in South Carolina, while I was living there, yeah, there's an old Civil War battlefield with a fort uh, and everything. Okay. And, oh, my God, dude, it was it was absolutely insane. I mean... Unfortunately, in the place we're at, it was very well known. So there's graffiti and shit like that. But a lot, most of the parts of um, the fort was untouched. And it was insane. I would, I, I remember standing there and looking over the wall where the cannon used to be type shit. Yeah. And being able to see the like battlefield and shit. Like, oh my God. And then seeing where cannons hit the fort, where mm-hmm. gunshots hit the fort. It's um, such a it's such a nice like being able to just kind of put yourself in those shoes for a se- even just a second, right? Like, because I think my my favorite my favorite phrase I like to use when talking about history is like, if I could be a fly on the wall, right? Like, just putting yourself in that situation for a minute and just kind of enveloping yourself in that to kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier. I do that with video games a lot. I do that a lot with video games, and that's why like. The history behind video games is also why I get into a lot of the single players and stuff like that. It's I think the way you envelop yourself into like a history standpoint, if you did that with video games, you would have no problem with it. Like it's such like it's very nerdy for sure, but you have to kind of throw yourself into a deep dive of like put yourself into the shoes of that character. Kind of like how you put yourself into the shoes of that soldier when you're standing at the fort or when you're standing out at the battlefield or, you know, just kind of even standing on an old fucking warship that they use for museums nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like 
I think it's really, you know, I know it's kind of weird to say this, but kind of like a fall from grace of mankind where like we kind of went from that, you know, very like brutal warfare to now just kind of like everything's done with the push of a button from halfway across the planet. Yeah. We've, we've kind of lost that sense of like, I've, 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 I was going to say gain something, but it's more than gain. Like you've taken something, you've, you've actually won a war, you've won a battle. It's not like you bomb something and then you're like, oh yeah, we got the bad guy. We win. Like warfare nowadays is so different, right? Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. I mean, and part shit, of me, Ukraine part of me loves that barbaric. Fucking... Sorry. Yeah, of course. Barbaric of... is, I love barbaric. Cause like Ukraine is using fucking drones, you know? Yeah. Like using drones where they don't risk anybody's life other than the enemies, like is, yeah. and is it's fucking it, insane. It's it's a massive it it see it's like a love hate relationship with me because part of me loves the massive leap in technology that we have today, right? That we're able to hit a button and just halfway across the planet, the enemy's gone. We don't need to worry about yeah. them anymore and stuff like that. But at the same time, part of me also loves that that feeling of like that that sense of like accomplishment you get from actually winning a war. I've never been to war, so I'm been, I'm speaking through a faucet of lies and nothing here, but I I feel like that sense of like success. Either. But you're in the military so you could. But I feel like that sense of success of like you've actually won a war, you fought something, you you won hard for it. I feel like that would also encourage more citizens to be more patriotic, right? I feel like the sense of patrioticness for people towards their country, not even just America, right? Like people are just not being patriotic anymore. Um, if we were to kind of have that similar, you know, style of fighting nowadays, people would become more patriotic and kind of rally behind their, their country and their nation and feel like they're actually fighting something worthwhile. Whereas nowadays... Yeah. A button's hit, a drone is struck, and everyone's like, oh my god, the lives of the innocents. It's like, <laughs> yeah. hardly in a, any innocents were ever in harm's way because of a drone. Usually, when a drone strike is, is taking place, it's under thorough investigation and precaution. There's nothing around. Cue up the fucking clown music of all the fucking world horrors everyone's committed because of innocents killed of drones. But, I digress. It's one of those things where it's like, the risk versus the reward is a lot higher now because we have that instant ability to be able to capture whoever we want, get whoever we want, take out whoever we want in the push of a button, assuming we can. But back then it was, you had to take miles of fucking land and actually set up camp and shit. So it's like, there's, there's a love hate yeah. relationship to both for me where it's like, I love the idea of being able to hands on combat fighting for what you believe in but I hate that idea of having to walk fucking hundreds of miles a day I to mean, be able to take the land. It, it makes me think because, like, as I've been playing Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Two, Red Dead, Red Dead, uh, um, like some of the things they've been saying is fucking. It's like it's like they've been talking about, or like in the story part that I'm in right now, is they're talking about all the law is in the west we need to go or no the laws in the east we need east. to go west we need to go west yeah we need to go west the laws in the east and it's like 
that's when the government and the officials really started their fucking campaign for taking over everything, right? So, yeah. like, back then, way back in the, like, the 1800s, you could do whatever you wanted. You could fucking um, not really do whatever you wanted, but it was like you could run and nobody would know where you're at and they wouldn't remember you a year later. So you know? from from how from from what what I believe how it worked is the everything was kind of set up by states. Lawmen, police forces, everything were set up by state. So in reality, if you committed a bank robbery crime in say Georgia, you could flee to Tennessee and they wouldn't be able to get you because there was no federal police officers to be able to go across state borders and get you, collect you, and take you back to where you need to go. It was around Red Dead 2 time, like 1890s, I believe, um, that they really started the push for like a federal bounty, kind of like people, uh, federal um, agents being able to go across state borders and being able to take you and stuff like that. That's when the government really ramped that up. So that's what that kind of story takes place is you're, you're set up out east, but you need to push to the wild west because there's no yeah. law there. There's no police officers. No one's going to come out there. And all this time you're running further and further west. And as you kind of go from one place to another, the federal agents are right there behind you. The Pinkertons yeah. or whatever they're called. I forget. Yeah, I mean, you think about it back then, it was it was more free, but it was still a more harder part of life. Like it was like I really thought I really thought about it cuz I'm 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 always thinking like what if I was born in this day? You know, what if I was born in this year? Um and if I was born in the 1800s, like 1810, yeah, my life would be hard. My life would be hard. I'd have to fend for myself type shit. But yeah. I'd be more free doing it. Nowadays, I was thinking about it today or yesterday when we were fucking looking for a better grocery store to go fucking grocery shopping um, to save more money. And I thought about it. And I was like, damn, back in the day, they had to fend for themselves. They had yeah. to find their own food, this and that. Now, I, as a man... I don't have to fight or kill an animal for your food. I don't have to hunt for my own food. Yeah. I just go to a store and I got it. As long as I have money from working a job, um, that has nothing I mean, to do with getting food, you know? Realistically, nothing's stopping you from hunting for your own food today. You could go and get your hunting yeah. license and go out and hunt deer and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not my... <laughs> This is going to sound really fucking stupid to me. I don't really eat venison much because I don't like um I don't like the taste of game, like the gamey taste in food like that, wild food. Um there are sometimes like deer jerky. I love deer jerky. That shit's unbelievably good. Um, oh yeah, the jerky is good. Sometimes like a nice venison steak is okay. But it has to be like cooked a really nice way for me. I'm very picky with my game food, but it, I know you're not very picky with your food. So I mean, nothing's stopping you from fucking grabbing a rifle, going out to a like a field and hunting. Yeah, um, you could still have that hunter gatherer feel if you want. It's just the convenience of going to a store. 
where yeah, they've already it, it done the that for you. And it's really, it's something that's brought, you know, the world to a standstill with, hey, instead of everything's you know, about convenience. Yeah, instead of being a man and going hunting for food for your family, you can go to a grocery store. So now there's no need for men, you could say. Now we've got machines. Now we've got this. We've got that. We've got AI, all that kind of shit. And it's really bringing down, um, I guess, the want for men. Um, Because, I mean, you got to think about it. Back in the day... I mean, I watched a movie. Hold on. I watched a movie. Let me text my fucking wife and make sure I've got this right. Um, hold, on, hold on. I don't think, I don't think like the world nowadays is like replacing men or anything. I think it's just more so um, because there's still jobs that require like heavy lifting and stuff like that, that like not a lot of females will want to do, right? Like I think it's, it's very clear in color of like what what is kind of beyond our reach as people. It's not even just like a male female yeah. thing. It's like because I I have I know a couple of females uh that I'm friends with that work like factory labor jobs where they pick up like 200 pound fucking engines and shit. And I'm like that's a man job, but they're fucking doing it because they need money, right? But at the same time it's like any other female in my life's not going to do that because they're not built like that. They they can't lift up that shit. It's right, heavier yeah. than them. I mean, so it's like, like it's like the there's movie still I, there's well, still a lot of jobs that require like heavy lifting that like men can do pretty easily because we're used to heavy lifting like that. At least you are. I'm. I, I watched know. this movie the other night with my wife. It's called yeah. Love Comes Softly. Yeah, okay, it's a movie made in like. 2001 I want to say but it was okay dated for like the 1800s okay and basically it started with this woman um she she was traveling with her husband that she just married they were going to find a plot of land that they could live on and build a house on at this point of time no land was owned if you found a plot of land you can build on it free land right um, and so seven generations down the line, your family could be like, oh, this land is worth a million fucking dollars. And so, um, they found the plot of land. The husband died days later from uh, an accident. He bumped his head on a rock. Boom. He's fucking dead. There's no fucking hospital. There's no fucking helivac, you know, some bullshit. Yeah. Um, but basically, um, this man came to her at, after her husband's funeral, I was like, hey, miss, like, you're alone now. Like, you have nothing. So, um, I have a daughter. My wife died a year ago. Would you be willing to marry me to help both of our needs? Like, thinking back then to the 1800s, that's how shit was. A woman on her own, and this isn't anything... With all the controversy shit going on nowadays, this is how it was. This is facts. This is historic. This is how shit was back in the day. It's not the same nowadays. Let's not get shit twisted. But he was like, you know, you can't live on your own as a woman. You can't provide for your own needs as a woman without a man. 
And it so was, it was a lot harder in those days. Yeah, yeah. And so she ended up marrying him a day after she met him. And they got married. Um, she stayed at his place that, you know, he built his own house, his cabin, whatever you want to call it. He had a farm with horses, animals, chickens, all that kind of good shit. Yeah. And then she ended up falling in love with him. Um, ended up staying instead of going way back home, thousands of miles away. And it, it just really made me think like, holy fuck, like back in the day, you know, there couldn't be a single woman. Like, that's just how it was. Yeah. You couldn't be single. Even a man. You couldn't be a single man. Because men need women. Women need men. And the reason for that is because men are doing all the bullshit work, hard bullshit stuff. Well, it's not hard for us. It's it's what we know. It's what we're generated to be. It's what we're generated to do. And, you know, we're we're built to... Go out and hunt game, hunt animals, um, farm, all that kind of good shit. And the woman is meant to do, you know, the cooking, the cleaning, um, all that kind of stuff. Because men are doing the hard bullshit work because we're just built to do the hard bullshit work. Because the woman is meant to grow and take care of the children. Which, in my eyes, being a father of one and a soon-to-be father of two, as my wife is pregnant, the growing of a child inside of a woman and then her taking care of my son every single day while I'm at work is worse than my daily job and what I have to do when I get home. I have it good. Children are a handful. They They are. are a fucking handful, especially when I come home and he goes... Da, da. And I'm like, ah, oh, and I keep pick him up. I, I got to go stream because it's my schedule. It's, I've got to make some extra little money streaming and shit. And all he wants to do is come in my room and fuck with all my shit. I think, and I think, I think what that is is a matter of like, that's him trying to subtly give you a sign that like you need to just kind of like back away from it for a second, kind of. Take yourself away from this space. Kind of, you know, be around your family for a little bit. And I'm only saying this because I kind of see it with my sister, who does ha- also have a daughter. Um, she she definitely kind of doesn't understand that, you know, being a mother, sometimes her daughter just wants to spend time with her. And you doing, you know, getting home from work and trying to relax a little bit and then trying to stream for a little bit don't doesn't really feed you a whole lot of time to sit down and just play with your son right and as a kid i believe it's very imperative that as a parent you interact with them because that's what they're like yarning for right they don't know much else other than mom and dad and the shit they have in the house right yeah so i think i think what you what you just need to do is just find more of a routine where like Whenever you get home from work, you just kind of play with your son a little bit. No, I do. No, that's because a, that's a, that's because as thing. as you get older, if you kind of as he gets older, he'll kind of like learn. Obviously, because he's still really young now. He's what two? Oh, yeah, he's two. Yeah, just turned two. Yeah, he. So like, he'll learn as he gets older. I think Haven, our my niece, has done a really good job at that. Like, as she's gotten older, she's kind of learned that everyone just kind of wants their own time. So like, it's just because he's two. 
the terrible twos are really gonna hit hard for you, yeah. especially. Um, but no, I I do get overall what you mean to go back to what you're saying. Like a man needs a woman just as a woman needs a man. I do want to say though that I believe that should kind of show the improvement of us as humans and kind of like our our way of thinking. We've made it to where like really you could be a single parent and still survive. Like yeah, it'll be fucking rough. Don't get me wrong. It's not you're not gonna have a great time. Women can survive nowadays without men, but they can. Yeah, they can absolutely. And I, 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 I think it's it's more like I'm more impressed of like the improvement in humanity and kind of like everything we've set up in ways like as governments and we as people how we kind of like view single parents and stuff like that. Um, I think it is kind of dope that the world we live in is kind of built around the fact of like it's made for two people, but you can definitely do it with one. Like, yeah. I mean, that's just how things have come nowadays. You know, I look at it as a video game, right? Like it's a co-op video game meant for two, but I don't have another person. I'm, I'm single. I could do it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Not having a great time. I'm not like things nowadays makes that a lot more, you know, I'm not trying to get confidence. Um, conversational conversational yeah sure um i'm trying i'm not trying to be um someone that doesn't believe in another Con- oh controversial controversial i'm not trying to be controversial <laughs> about this um because one everybody no, has their yeah. own opinions yeah two everybody has their own um experiences and yeah, of course, in my right? experience, I've been married for like five years. We have yeah. a son. We have one on the way. We are a very ideological household. And this sense of my wife doesn't work. My wife stays at home all day. I go to work every day. She's, I make she's the cool money. With that. Absolutely. I'm cool with that. You know, You're she cool does. She's cool. She with cleans that, the house. She takes care of the child. And it's like she's really good at it, you know. Yeah. Now, she's if great, she wanted to, to take my GI bill and go to college and start a job, guess what? Nowadays, absolutely. Like, do it. I'll support you. We'll get him in childcare, whatever the deal is. Yeah. That's how it is nowadays. She wants a job. She'll get a fucking job, and I'm I, okay with that. I do. I do truly believe um, that sh- while you have the ability, you probably she probably should. Because you're in the military, you can put your kids in child care for as long as she's in it's, school. Uh, like child care it, in the military is not the same. It's not as great as you may uh, think. I'm, yeah, I'm really sure. Bad. I'm she sure worked. you could. I'm no, sure so you could she, find something in your area. She, before I went on my last deployment, she worked at a child care that my son was also going to during the same time she was working there. And yeah. it was absolutely fucking horrible. Like, uh, they treated my son like shit. They treated her like shit. Like, it was so bad. It was bad, but, you know, I mean. I mean, maybe. Because I'm maybe, not going to college, so, like, maybe, she wants to go to college. Well, yeah, that's I, what I mean is, like, maybe even just send her to college. Because, like, you got you to gotta think about it, right? Like, while you have the ability, take advantage of it, right? You don't want to find yourself. 10, 20 years down the line, you're out of work. She has no no ability to find work. Um, yes, daddy. 
I, I think I think it would just be great overall while you have the ability for her to at least get that set up, right? I mean, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Because like you, she could probably even set it up because she's a mom where she only goes to school like two or three days out of the week. You'd only have to find a babysitter for two to three days out of the week or something like that. Yeah, I mean, financially it would probably we, suck, but I mean, I mean, we're we're thinking more of after if I if I get out. Because, you know, I'm going to be in for eight years and then I'll end yeah. up getting out. And the reason why I'd get out, I mean, it's honestly just to, I just want to go home. Just want to go home, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like. She'd probably, saw, start, look, she'd probably start looking for houses and stuff Well, like I mean, that. no, here's the thing is like, I, I saw <laughs> my stepmom, you know, which is more like my mother, to be honest. Mm-hmm. She's more like my mother. I saw her for the first time in like two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years I went without seeing my mother. And my actual mother, I haven't seen her like three or four. Yeah. Because I am in the military. I live so far away. And it it really sucks. It really yeah. sucks. You know, even not seeing you, seeing Hannah, yeah. Josh, seeing Mary. It does suck. It, it it sucks and like they all came up for the last weekend and I was like fuck dude and then whenever I talked to my stepmom and I was like we were talking about memories and shit like that how I treat her like shit um you know it was it was huge it was like it was a very step back Impactful. when we actually talked we talked face to face I think it's the word you're looking for yeah when we talked face to face it was like that was six years ago yeah. And we're talking about it like it was yesterday because we feel like it's yesterday because we haven't seen each other in three years. Yeah. And it was like, fuck. Yeah. I I, I think. I not, think is... not getting to see my um, nephew in years is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Hard. Fuck. Not my son not getting to see his grandfather and his grandmother. You just want to be closer to you just want to be closer to family. Yeah, it, it I think sucks. you're, you're kind of that's at also that the point. sacrifice. That's also yeah, the true. sacrifice. It's one of the sacrifices that not a people, not a lot of people know, which is okay. Um, which I think is why the military is actually very even with um, their benefits and yeah. all of that because, in reality, um, as an E five, a sergeant in the Marine Corps. I'm being in for six years. I make about seventy thousand dollars a year, um, which is not a lot for doing yeah. a career for seven years. But um, I also get health insurance. I yeah. get co- free college. Yeah. There's a lot of other things. If I do, a, I think it's one of those things where, like, the military, like, there's definitely a lot of cons, but they do really well to try and outweigh them. With the pros. They do. They do. I mean, if anybody's thinking about joining the military just to start up their lives, join it. Join the Marine Corps just to do college and get started up. Do a couple years. I recommend it. I recommend it. Do four years and get out, you know. Do four years, get out, whatever you want to do, you know. Not only did you fight for your country, you have that veteran card for the rest of your life, but also, like, it's, it's a huge a huge change in your life and it's yeah. for the better. 
it's for the better, no matter what. Because I've been in the position of where Eli is in now. He He's just starting out. He's getting people younger than him telling him what to do and telling him to shut the fuck up type shit. Yeah. Um, we talked I'm about that the, last podcast. Yeah, I'm in the position now when I, where I'm in charge of those types of Marines, where I'm the one telling the 28-year-old or 30-year-old when I'm 24 to shut the fuck up and do what I say. And it's like... Yeah, it it's it's something else, you know. It it does a it does a massive change in your life. It, it's yeah. very very beneficial for you to do four years and get out. Whether you do yeah. four, or you do twenty, it doesn't matter. You still served for one, for two. You learned an epic an epic life lesson, and you I mean you learned so much shit. You learned so much shit in the four years that you're in, and you get free college. Where you can get out after four years and make triple what you're making in the military. But like you're just a walking like recruiter for the military. You're just like, yeah, dude, come on. I mean, yeah, only years. when I'm drunk. But if I'm sober, and then, I'll tell you to fuck off. And then because do this is the second pod, like literally, I think you've said those exact words in the last podcast, like word for word too. Probably you. You are a walking recruiter for the Marine Corps. I ain't doing pay, pay, I ain't doing hey, government, pay this man more. Pay this man more. Oh. <laughs> he is doing. Yeah, just do four years. But he doesn't remember. At four years, he was like, "Fuck, I'm not ready to leave. I don't know what to do. I have nothing planned." You're gonna do eight years when you sign up. Just expecting four. You're gonna do eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But. <laughs> Is there is there anything History, else you wanna, is there anything else you gaming, want to talk about? Gaming, we went so we went through so much shit. We went through podcast. a lot. Yeah, we every really podcast is fun. It's exhilarating. We go through so much shit. Um, the Titanic is still at the bottom of the sea. I would the hope Olympic, it doesn't go anywhere else. Yeah, the Olympic is now at the top of the sea. Um, but yeah, this was great, dude. This was great. Yeah, I had a, yeah, I had a blast. Um, thank you all. We're coming. Um yeah. now, what do you rate your drink, Justin? How drunk you um got? oh and by the way it got me I didn't have to drink a lot to really get a good buzz, I will say. Um I think I rated it seven and a half earlier out of taste. It's not terrible. And on a scale of drunkness, I'll give it a about a six and a half, only like a six one and point a half. lower. Yeah. Oh, not bad. Shit. Not bad at all. We got to do the fucking 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think your son's ready. You got anything to fucking um, celebrate to? God, I'm so... Not not available right this minute. Like I said, we just moved, so we don't really have a whole lot. Fuck, dude, I got to piss so bad. God. All right, well, let's, let's get this shit going. Let's hear uh, the banjo um, music. So basically, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta rate my drink, you fucked hard. So well, you're you're trying to fucking shot your Michelangelo. So on the on the rate of drunkenness, right? First off, I'm using a knife. Be careful with knives. Um, knives are very dangerous. Oh my god, what am I doing right now? Um, for uh uh Gimlet, straight yeah, gin, yes. two of them, which is. Ten shots. Ten shots of gin. For everything put together, it's a 9.0, dude. 
Nine point oh. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It is one of my most favorite drinks. It's one of the most angry or greatest drinks I've had. It's so easy to make, so easy to get. It's uh-huh. yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, but cool. um, all right, yeah. So, dude, hell yeah. I think Thank the Voodoo all. Ranger and the Gimlet is two things you have rated highly so far. Oh my god, Gimlet! I've been drinking them for a while. Now you you rated both of them above a nine point oh. Yeah, both they of are them. so my most favorite fucking drinks. Now, oh, yeah. now we're about we're about to get into rating things that are under that that I have never tried. But I oh. got to piss, so I'm gonna shotgun this beer in the spirits of Fourth of July. Hell Thank yeah. you to America. Thank you for the war fighters out here. Um, this is a Michelob Ultra. I don't know how to chug. So here we go. And we'll fucking see you later. You need to get some beers on standby for shit like that. I, I, after our beer pathetic. episode, I'm good. I'm good. You're pathetic. It hurts my feelings. I'm not but as patriotic. I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you. Dun, 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 dun. He's fucking go on the boy. Go on the boy. Oh. Oh, God. Go on the boy. Make sure you check us out on YouTube to see what the fuck just happened. Oh, God. I'm going to burp so hard. I got to piss so bad. All right. Thank you uh, well, for being here. Like, comment, subscribe, all that kind of good shit. Yep. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. See you in the next one. Peace. Peace.